Hi, Jessica. Hi. Sorry. <laughs> I pressed enter and then I was like, I'm going to type something real quick. And then I forgot already. Like, within <laughs> oops. <laughs> How are you doing today? Good. It's very gray here in LA. It's yeah. raining really hard, actually, earlier. <laughs> just said. It was like hailing for a bit. Oh, geez. <laughs> Crazy talk. So that's weird. Um, I know Christy's not going to be here today. So oh, okay. we'll just, we'll see if it's just you and me mm. or not. What? Either way, it's totally cool. So tell me what you have been doing, thinking about. Um, what do you need today? What do you know? What I actually been thinking about, and it came in a good time because I'm like, oh, there's a pod call today. Is I uh, want to reach out for collaborations. Mm. Um, just kind of having a hard time to whom and what would be a good compliment with my work. Oh, there's yeah. Sarah. Oh. There's Sarah. Sarah. Hello. Okay. So my guide, I'm happy you. you're here. My what? And I like your hat. I'm happy you're here and I like your hat. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hi. I was out Lovely. in the yard. It was so nice. Oh, yeah. Everybody is nice too. It's so yeah. gray here. <laughs> Where are you, love? In LA. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've heard. Um, you need this hat. <laughs> yeah, you do. Good, yeah. Yeah, I have plenty with my name on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I find. You, you had to have them custom made, didn't you? <laughs> I planted for asparagus today, which doesn't sound like a lot but I'm planting them in mulch around trees with lots of rocks. And so I'm like. I saw that. How yeah. do you plant asparagus? Is it just. It's a root. a root. You want to see? Oh. They're real ugly. Okay. <laughs> um, like it has kind of a top with little points where the asparagus come out. Oh. And then there's like octopus roots. Oh, okay. So it grows wide, not yeah, deep. Yeah, so you put the roots like this, mm. and then it shoots up when it's ready. Yeah. Oh, I've never seen it's it. Cool. I'll send you a picture. I've got four more to plant. Then I'll be done for this year. I'm not doing any more. <laughs> <laughs> My back hurts too bad. When do um, they? Um, when are they? Are they in full? Like when do you pull them? When do you eat them? Yeah. Uh, it takes about two or three years for them to get like fully established. Oh. So you can like start picking at them two years in. Um, but the essentially it's like one will start to come up and it'll go within two days, it'll start leafing out two or mm. three days. Yeah. And once it starts leafing out, then it's tough and you don't really want to eat it anymore. You got to get them like right in that perfect. Hmm. as they're shooting up out of the ground before they turn into ferny look at things so neat oh, cool. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Learned about i think plants are so cool 
Anyway, yeah. this is not a group about plants as much as I would like to have one of those too. <laughs> um, Love was asking me about how to know who she wants to collaborate with. And my answer is it's extremely similar to who would go on your ideal art fire list. Why the did difference I say that? <laughs> because everything goes back to that. Uh, the difference is that they have an audience of their own mm -hmm. whether that's a business or an online somebody somebody or um you know you want to do things like somebody wants to put their art in a hospital so like that is an example of a collaboration even though it's kind of it feels like it's on a bigger scale um Tell me more about, and we can dissect this, but tell me more about, do you have any ideas for how you want to collaborate? Or you just want to do that because it sounds good? Ideas, actually, no. I just kind of observe what others have done and I haven't really dived into it or, you know, journal about it or anything. I just know I do because I want to expand my reach and at the same mm -hmm. time, really build a bigger community. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a couple of resources real quick that you can watch okay. later. The first one is called Collaboration. And it's really, if I remember correctly, about um, how to not be scared to go for it, first of all. Mm -hmm. And then also the advantages of collaboration and different kinds of collaborations and some ideas. Okay, that's a good one. So this is in, if you're listening and you want to go find this, go to month focus and go to visibility. And then under the heading bonus masterclasses, that's where you can find that resource. Um, the other thing that I like to do when I'm talking to people about collaborations is I like to start with that dream life training, which doesn't sound related, but it is. I'll link that too. That one is in the Find and Engage Your Tribe Toolkit under Live Your Dream yeah. Life Now. Um, so the reason why I'm recommending the second one is because <clears throat> there's a couple of questions in there when you're doing that meditation that's like, what kind of appointments would you like to have? And like, how do you want to be spending your time? And that's where we're looking for clues as to what kind of collaboration would really be consistent with my heart and soul and the plan I want to make. Um, there's two main kinds of collaborations, two main categories. One is marketing collaborations and one is like an art project collaboration. So there's different examples inside of this group. Like some people 
like Emily Newman, for example, is someone who likes to do regular collaborations with another artist, put her type of art and their type of art together into something new and then sells that collection. So that's one way that it could go. Um, as far as a marketing collaboration, that's more like, how can I, how can we share our audiences? What overlap, what mutual thing might our audiences want? that's maybe I can provide that for your audience and you can provide something for my audience or how can we do that together and invite both of our audiences into the same space? Right, okay. Does either one of those sound more appealing to you? Not yet. Not, Not yet, right okay, yeah. great. Um, so the other thing is, I actually have notes, which is cool. On, oh, where to go? The collaboration videos. Okay. So we can look at that together. Da, da, da. Um, Hold on, I'm gonna share my screen. Okay, so I'm on that page too. So, I think it's towards the bottom. Okay, so this one actually says three types, but I've changed that since then. Um, <coughs> this says local, online, and then things like that need PR, like magazines or museums or that kind of thing. Um, but since then I've decided, nope, it's, it's marketing or it's art. Those are the two different categories. So what that might look like Let's actually, let's go through a couple. Yeah, here we go. You could ask to be interviewed on their social media platform if that's something that would benefit them. So we're really the idea of a collaboration is how can I and this other person benefit each other? And how can we give benefit to their audience so that they want to share with their audience. Mm -hmm. So if you and I love were to do a collaboration together, we would look at, or I would look at, first of all, where's the overlap between what you have to say and what I have to say? So we might look at, like, for example, in your ideal art buyer map, there's things we have in common about our brand. So we could look at your brand worksheet and say, she loves to talk about how surprises can be good or bad. And I think I butchered that. But like, what does my audience want to know about that? And are they going to care about that in the first place? So where's our overlap? Can you say that better than I did? Surprises can be good or bad. What, what was that? Um, I know it's like, that's what's stuck remember. in my head too, because it's okay. Well, we'll just more straight up. I'd actually rather do a real example. Um, love. Um, 
if you're learning, you're still living, you're still growing. I can 100% get behind that. And you could probably find something along those lines in my content that says learning is life because that's something that I strongly believe. So what might my audience and your audience want to learn? And how can we talk about how learning lights us up? That would be more of the marketing side of things. So let's say my, you can look at this like say my goal and your goal. What would your goal be out of a collaboration? You just said, I want to expand my audience. Mm -hmm. So that's your goal. Maybe my goal in doing a collaboration with you would probably be the same. And depending on what point in my business I'm at, it might be, I wanna make sales or I wanna to get to know people or it might be all kinds of things. But if your purpose is get like grow your community and my purpose is grow your community, cool. They don't have to be the same necessarily, but you do wanna know what the motivation for each person is. And the way that you find that out is by talking to them. Right. Saying something like, hey, I'd love to do something with you I don't know exactly what that looks like yet, but I'd really like to chat with you about it. Is that something you might be into? From there, you have a conversation with them and say, okay, first of all, what would you want to get out of a collaboration? Here's what I would like to get out of a collaboration. Do you have any ideas that you're bringing to the table? I have maybe one or two in my pocket, but I'm not really sure. And I really want to talk through what this would look like with you. The ideas are going to refine themselves based on what the both of you want and any inspiration that hits. So if we both want to expand our audience, and our, our kind of common ground is we love learning. Maybe we do a learning challenge together. Maybe we create a new piece of art together and teach people how to make it, like something that's a mix of your styles. So looking at, if I'm saying constantly, I love learning and you're saying you love learning and that's our common ground, that's where the audiences are going to be similar. And that's why they might wanna go from her to you as well. So then you start looking within, what is our similarity? What does our audience both want from us? How can we do that together in a way that fits both of us? I know I'm saying a lot of things and I'm not sure if I'm... No, you're good. It's clearly. Yeah, it's giving me um things to think about so I can be more prepared and have a, you know, just have an idea and to go off with. Yeah. So when, when I've said all of this, the steps essentially become, look at our ideal art bar map. Think about who would fit into that that also has an audience. I like to do a little brainstorm session and put all of those people in my orbit list so that I don't have to brainstorm over and over and over. 
when I get into doing collaborations, I try to do like one a month. So I like to have a list of people that I could go to and say, hey, do you want to do something in a couple of months? Let's figure out what that looks like. Um, after brainstorming, next thing is asking them if they have any interest in doing something with you. Putting it on the calendar and then jumping on a, a Zoom call or whatever together to hash out what it looks like. It's kind of cool because it turns into a, a, even if it's marketing and it's not a actual art project, it turns into something creative. Mm -hmm. yeah. You got to figure out the, the magic in the middle between you guys and how do you want to present that? Yeah, I think that's, that too is what maybe I'm craving. I want to put something in the mix to kind of challenge or at the same time, just complement my work and vice versa with the other person. So let's start with step one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As we're talking, I'm hoping a couple of people are kind of going ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Do you have that happening? Yeah, when I was about to, I was just like, wait, what do they do again? And then I just go in circles. It's like, before I even actually let the ideas pop of who it might be. Mm -hmm. so. Okay, think for just a second. Sarah, what were you saying? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking on future collaborations that I have and then past collaborations. I want to continue on, but I do want to offer some suggestions in terms of stuff that I learned on a recent collaboration yeah, of please. what not to do or, or <laughs> things to That's look That's just as valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to go ahead or are you going to continue? Mm, love, you want to think for a minute? Do you, do you want to continue? You want to keep talking about this for a second or do you want to hear Sarah's input first? Mm, I guess keep talking and so I can also think. <laughs> keep talking yeah. and so I can also think at the same time. Okay, so Sarah, tell us what you learned. Um, it's important to similar to what Jessica was just talking about in terms of like who's your ideal outbuyer, right? with whomever you're working with, who their audience is, is what is their motivation in collaborating with you <clears throat> and be really, get really dialed down on that. Like if it's to make money in a certain amount of time, for instance, in my example, like kind of like a, a money now situation. Um, and if you haven't like, so my situation is I collaborated on a calendar with a woman that I know from a sobriety recovery support online group. And she's in England and she's, we're the same age, but she has far more sobriety and 
she's like a leader in this group. So she's kind of an icon um, and she writes poetry. And so we decided to do a wall calendar. I'm actually, this is an example of it. Um, oh, pretty. So we take, we took my art and we put her words on it, right? Okay. So when we chatted, she said, I said, okay, where are you with tech and where, you know, how do you like to work? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm very technical. I can do any of that. And I said, do you Canva? Oh yeah. I love Canva. She didn't have a Canva account. Um, she was not technologically, like there were just some things. So I did the whole thing. So I basically, she gave me not even, she took screenshots from Instagram, like a text. She gave me text documents. I created a PowerPoint for her because she couldn't, she didn't want to put them in, like, just drop them into Canva. And then all of a sudden it went from, you know, I was creating the timeline. She wasn't meaning like, she was like, oh, I'm too busy. I'm too busy. And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, we have to get this calendar. It was, it was like the beginning of November. And I was like, we're really, we're, I don't think we can do this. And I already started my own calendar, which I was fine with. And then, so then she like hit it. And then it was this, so I did everything. And then after the fact, there was like, you know, criticism around the font and the color. And I was like, you know, we talked about things. We had Zoom meetings once a week. And I was like, to keep it simple, let's do one font. We had two fonts actually, but you know, for the body of it, most of it was one font. It was one color just to be really clean because I didn't have a lot of time to like be a graphic designer, nor am I a graphic designer, right? Like that's not my, so I don't know if that helps you at all, but I think if, I think if I had known what I came to realize after the fact was that she really needed money and was like looking for like, you know, to use, to, to use. And I, and I, I ultimately, I felt kind of used, right. Because maybe it's my personality too, to just do the work. And I, I could have said like, well, I don't, you know, I don't care about this, which I didn't. I mean, I literally made $4 a calendar. So I lost money on this. Um, so I, does that, does that help? Like, I think it's like, what's the short game? What's the short goal? What's the long-term goal? And are you similarly aligned? Like who's going to do what? Like as simple as that. Like if I had established that from the beginning and said, okay, so I'll do this and you do that. I, I, I kind of went with like, oh, well, she said she knows Canva. She loves Canva. Um, she works with it all the time. Um, I think what Sarah's saying is, next step after figuring out what you guys would like it to look like together go ahead and take the next step and outline okay you're going to do this and i'm going to do that and we're going to do it by such and such date yeah so that you're all on the same page before you're like i'm going yeah, to make a project and then it all goes to make yeah make sure you're aligned and if it's like a physical event where you actually have to like you know you're setting things up I don't know if what you're thinking of, but if you're, if you're setting something up, like let's say a market or a festival or a, you know, some sort of art um, event where you're selling things like, 
that that's another really big, like I, this past summer, I shared a tent with another artist and it worked out beautifully because mm-hmm. we were, I was like, okay, what are you supplying? What am I supplying? Where's your artwork going on? Right. Like, and it, and it was like, it, we both did really well because we worked together as opposed to kind of being this power dynamic, I guess. Um, and sometimes I think what, what really happened is that your person, let's call her June, uh, felt like what she brought to the table was, I have this big audience. And so you do all the work because I'm bringing the audience. Yeah. So it's just about knowing what, what are your strengths? What's like, the motivation? Fact, yeah. talked about that before. Yeah. And she yeah. said, well, you know, I can contribute a really big audience to this. What can you contribute? Maybe you would have felt differently about doing the whole project yourself and it would have been all okay. Yeah, well, cause interestingly, she didn't bring up, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why when, <laughs> yeah. When it's your idea and you approach someone, you really got to take the lead with, okay, let's, let's figure this out together. Let's, let's talk about what would benefit both of us. What do you want out of it? Okay. Here's what we decided. So let's break that down. Here's what it'll look like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And some people are going to be better fits to collaborate with than others. Yeah. No, no doubt. I wouldn't, I mean, in chatting with other people in the community, they've all said like, yeah, I, I, I can see how she would be, um, just not even knowing the basics, right? I can, I can see where that yeah. would be it'd have been a tough. And I mean, there were other variables as well, but I, I guess the thing is don't make assumptions. Like you have, and I think about this, I tell my clients this all the time in, in real estate is like, I show up to the table with a certain idea of a standard, standard, a level of working, right. A way of being. And oftentimes is real, that can be your worst mistake is to think that the other agent is operating from the same perspective. You can't make that assumption. You can scaffold that, like you can, you can model that and you can, but I, I, I think that is just to have like really honest conversations and they don't have to be like, I mean, they can be really collaborative, right. But just, just make sure that you're. I mean, it's the same as like with anything, like with your, with your partner, your husband, your kid, right? Like, yeah. what, what are, what, what are we doing? Like even just going out to dinner, like it can, dinner can turn into like this, you get what I'm saying. So I, it, it, it's just, especially when I, cause I think as artists, we can, we can be kind of, and I don't know about you love, but we can be kind of ideal, idealistic and dreamy and, you know, yeah. <laughs> The other thing is pay attention to warning signs. Like if there's someone who's real inconsistent with things or is always behind on what they say they're going to do or anything like that, either don't collaborate with them or find a way around whatever their weakness is, like find a a different way. And there's always a different way, but just being really aware. Um, Yeah, this is, this is all really good points. Um, Yeah. Thanks, Sarah, for sharing that. Mm -hmm. that, To that point, where let's say you start seeing all these red flags, where do you either keep going or do you back up? Like as you've already started the process? Yeah, well, so we, 
we actually started it as a much bigger project. Um, it was going to be a journal. And I, I found myself doing a lot of the research and she, it was her approach. She's, she's would come from a responsive approach, kind of a, what I would call passive, right? Like, well, I don't know any of this and I didn't either, but I like learning is my, like, I would love to be in school full-time. Like if I could, you know, curious, like, so I was like, I'll research it. This is really interesting to me. And so, and then when I realized that she, she also, we had to do, we were, well, we shouldn't have to do, we were doing print on demand. She didn't have money or assets to put forward so that we could like, which with print material, a lot of it, you can't like the only way to really do that then is print on demand. Right. So we worked with Lulu um, and you know, pros and cons, but there's so many print, print on demand and figured that out. But so, so then afterwards we got really lovely feedback on it, we, which was, which was great. I wasn't, she's new to putting her poetry out there, right? Like she's, mm -hmm. she, she doesn't, she puts it on Instagram and she's quiet about it. She's not really showing up as a poet, right? She, she's more of like, right now she's leading more into her coaching around sobriety. And so what I realized is that like, I was so much more used to doing that and being okay with like putting it out there and like, you got to just put it out there. Like it might not be perfect, but you got to put it out there. You got to book it, right? Like you got to ship it. Like Seth Godin says, like ship it, you know, you can't just, so we get the calendar done and I said, okay, like, do we, we want to do something? We could do one for the following year and let's for January, February, use the this past calendar to create. And I created this whole schedule around every around everything. And cause I kind of came from the place of like, well, it's my personality to kind of take over and I'll, I'll just, you know what I mean? Like I, I, you know, now if we have more time and planning and then the same exact thing was happening, like, I was like, okay, here's the plan. You know, we're going to have, because what we wanted to do is be able to get it to in the print world. There's, you know, if you can get it to Amazon, if you can get it so that Amazon is hosting it and doing it, then you're like golden, right? You don't need to do print on demand and you don't need to put money up first, but you, but you have to go, so you can go to publishers and say, Hey, will you print this for me? Like, I don't know if you know, Morgan Harper Nichols, she's a woman and she, anyway, she's cool. And she has the square calendar and it's really neat, but like, so you, you just have so many more benefits when you're working with a really uh, not print on demand, large company, because where yeah. it's complicated is print, you know, where you're like shipping it and then you don't have a lot of control. Like we couldn't even see our client list, right? Which is tough. Like, see so people make these orders and you don't know. I mean, some people, cause they tell you and you know them, right? But a lot of people I'm like, we have no idea who they are. So I can't put them on my newsletter. She can't use them as a, as a potential client. So we learned a lot through that. And so I was like, let's be, let's, here's a list of publishers. We're going to send it to, we're going to do a mock-up. We're going to do January, February, March. And I was like, okay, so by like, you know, February 1st, I'm going to have six new pieces and you're going to have six new pieces of poetry. And we're going to lay out Q1 and Q2. And then like literally, you know, it's like the third week in January. And I, we had a Google drive. I was noticing I was uploading stuff. She wasn't uploading anything. And I just... So we had a call, we had a weekly call and I said, so where are you on, you know? And she's like, oh, she's like, I just, this is, this is just, it's going to be a lot to me to write six new pieces. And so that I, I, I did, it was a really tough thing because she's also a mentor. And at the time she's no longer my mentor, but she was my mentor. Like I was hiring, I, she was paying her as a sober mentor coach. 
And so, and that's where I think originally I got tangled up because I had this viewing her as like this kind of icon in the community, put her on a pedestal where really from a business perspective, she was at a different, I was at a much, I would say like, I had been doing it longer as an artist. Like I knew the pitfalls. I knew the, like, you know, this is what, and I I know how to ship work, right? Like might've pulled an all-liner sometimes to get ready for a show, but like, I know how to do that and I'll do it. Like, so she, yeah. And I just saw it. And so I had the tough conversation, courageous conversation. And I just said, this is, you know, it's, it's just not a good fit. And so, and she's still kind of, you know, so it was, it was, but it was really good for me to be, cause I was like, interesting how I was like, oh, I'll just, I'll just do my thing. And then I realized like, I, here I am again, you know, and I don't, and it was hard because there's a piece of me that's like, it was, it's really, really, I mean, there are a lot of people who are like, oh my God, you guys would make, do it. It'd be great. And then other people have said like, you know, your work doesn't need art. I mean, your art doesn't need words, Sarah. Um, yeah. But the flip side is a lot of people have said, you're, I, I wanted to wipe that every time you post something on Instagram, you know, um, cause she's still trying to sell it uh, you know, uh, you know, she's like, they just want to wipe the words off of my, off of my art. So I'm glad that I tried it. And now I know, like, if I were to do something else with someone else, like exactly like, okay, what is their mindset and where are they coming from? Yeah. Did that answer your question, love? Yeah. The question was, when do we stop? What do I do if there's all these red flags? Yeah. (laughs) You have the courageous conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Either that or pivot meaning yeah like Sarah's thing wasn't working so she tried to pivot and it still wasn't working so then Mm -hmm. she called it yeah yeah or realize so there's a lot of factors it's like boundaries yeah Um, am I okay with them encroaching on my boundaries sometimes I am sometimes I'm not um it could also be like you know what, I really want to do this project with or without her. And I know that, you know, her poetry is cool and I'd love to have it on my artwork. And so I'm just going to do it myself. And if she wants to, yep. you know, promote it, great. And if she doesn't, great. And letting that go. So you really just have to be very conscious of, is this still benefiting the reason why I'm doing it in the first place? And is, it, is the amount of work worth it? Right. Um, I haven't had like really any bad collaborations, but I may have just gotten lucky. The other part of that is like the ideal art buyer circle. Um, it's not just we have something in common, it's we have something in common and I like you. And I try to stay in that zone because that's that's two things not just one, not just our audiences are kind of a good fit. Yeah, for sure. I'd, I'd like to spend time with you anyway. Um, I also traditionally in the past haven't asked a whole lot of the people that I collaborate with and it's like, okay, here's the date, you show up, I'll promote you. Um, I, after doing that many times, I realized I'm putting a lot of effort into this and not really looking at what I'm trying to get out of it other than I just want to collaborate. 
And so that's kind of when I stopped. And that wasn't because I couldn't do it in a way that would serve both of us. I just didn't want to go there right now. Yeah, it's that. I'll probably do it again. But right? Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning of this year, I just thought I was looking at how do I want to show up? How do I want to be visible? And one of the things that I found, actually, I am still doing collaborations. They just look a lot different. Um, I found two ways that I wanted to be more visible. One was teaching classes in other people's groups. That's a collaboration. Um, and the other one was doing like email list swaps. I'll send, some e I'll send an email or a couple of emails, a series that you wrote that would benefit my audience and you do the same for mine. Mm. Okay. Uh, and that's, both of those are, you know, pretty simple to execute. Things don't have to be really complicated. And the, also the reason why I like both of those is because I can start to create a process around them. Around like, oh, I'll just put together a paper with my bio and my picture and uh, four class descriptions and you can pick from one of them. And I've every time I do one, I write the notes that fit that class description and then I've already got them. And then like, I'm building those collaborations as opposed to starting from scratch every time, which I think is fun. But I wouldn't probably have ever gotten there had I not done 1800 other collaborations in a different way. So it's not about getting it right. Mm -hmm. It's about starting and learning from it and making each one better and better. Okay. Because I so made... we just said a lot of things. We have nothing concrete to go off. <laughs> <laughs> I've done collaborations before. They're just not. I mean, they work. It's just it's been a while. So. Um, what did you do? I have a friend who does macrame, and so I had her basically I made, well, she made me, um, me like these keychains that I attached to my hand-painted pouches. Oh, that was cool. to add, you know, because it matches the color schemes of hers and, and the paintings on the pouches. So that was one of them. Mm -hmm. And I painted a cocktail that this one mixologist did with a very, very specific ingredients. Like, yeah. Not so as many. You kind of intuitively have the, this is how we could maybe do it together, but then figuring, <laughs> so you, you're not like you're coming to the table blank. You think if you named somebody you'd be able to say here's what might be cool and then you bring that and you say what do you think what do you what would you like to do do you have any ideas is there anything you're focusing on like tell me what's going on with you what's your interest what's going on in your business how can we bring it all together yeah I think I really just have to kind of sit down and look at my ideal client Figuring out collaborations before you even know who you might want to collaborate with is <laughs> hard. And you're not going to come up with anything particularly good. So your first step is go look at who might I want to collaborate with, put them on your orbit list, and then start contacting them and just seeing what they have to say. Yeah, I'll, 
I'll get on that. Those are collaborations are also cool as group invitations. Right. You even gave me an idea when you said about teaching, because I do teach watercolor classes online and I could do that with someone's audience too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the theme of something towards our, value, our values or where our beliefs and values overlap. Just keep in mind, does the thing that I want to do or that I think makes sense to do, does that line up with what I'm ultimately wanting in my business? So if you're teaching classes in other people's space, mm -hmm. what do you want? Yeah. Does, is that leading to them signing up for more class? Like, how does that give you more of what you want or need? And maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But just right. keep that thought in mind. Okay. Yeah, no, that's a good point because because we could just each class, but then yeah. what are you getting out of it? Right. Okay. Get really actually step two. I'm gonna or one B. <laughs> Decide <laughs> what you want out of a collaboration. What are you looking for? What's the point? Mm. Okay. Which I think that's right. Like to to what I was saying, it's the same thing. Like what is what is your end <laughs> what is your end goal? And are you both aligned on that? Like you can both have different ways of getting, you know, different skills or, or not that you collaborate with. Mm -hmm. and it's totally fine. Right. To work. I mean, I got to a point where I was like, yeah, I'll just do all the work. Right. Cause it was worth it to me until it wasn't. There was one collaboration I did where we didn't really talk about that. That's one of the last ones I did actually. And until we were like halfway in it and I was like actually you know what okay here's what I need to get out of this mm -hmm. and so we had to kind of pivot a little bit because it wasn't fitting what I needed and it was fitting what she needed so she wanted to sell a program where she taught SEO to artists and I was like but I'm in a sales month too so me just promoting you selling the thing doesn't really make sense to me so how can how can we make this work and I think what we ended up doing was something like uh, adding on a, a package to her program where they get an hour with me and the price went up, but I would have got the difference or something like that. I don't remember what it was, but you can get creative with your solution. Mm -hmm. Which is where they get put. You feel clear on your next step? Yep. Clear. Well, and as you start, more questions will come up. Yeah. And you can always put them in Slack or wait till another pod. Yep. But yeah, I'm, I already know my step one and two and I'll stop from there. So I yeah, don't yeah. get ahead of myself. Part. All we need yeah. is step one and two. Yeah. Or even just step one. Mm -hmm. And then we see where that happens from there. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I've actually did not come with anything in, uh, in in particular. Honestly, um, 
you want to play my game that I've been playing all night? <laughs> sure. It's called the four month plan. Okay. Love is the only outlier for today. Oh my goodness, why do I have so many things open? <laughs> Darn, I should have I should have came without anything either. <laughs> <laughs> Pay attention. You can do this for yourself. I know, I'm just kidding. I'm I'm serious. Like I, I want you to um Actually, when you started talking, I was like, this is getting to her And I almost went there, but I wanted to make sure you got what you needed instead. Yeah, so, no. this is cool. I will play along with Sarah. I made a worksheet this morning. What's happening? Come on, speed up. What's going on? Okay. Yeah, I'll put a link in the chat. And let me follow along. So you worked me too hard today. Oh. Okay, so before you make a copy, let me move this up. All right. We've kind of done this before, but I have been practicing and simplifying and thinking about what works for people. And this is, I think, a much better process, even though it's still very similar. Um, so essentially where we start is we look at what worked in the past. Hmm. And then we look at what do I want to try? And then we map it out based on the next couple of months. So all that being said, Sarah, when we're thinking about what's worked in the past as far as getting seen more through content, is there anything that comes to mind there? Um, uh, yeah, my newsletter. Well, probably not your newsletter. That's probably here because people don't. Oh, okay. Find you because you wrote a newsletter, unless people are like forwarding it to everyone that they know. Yeah. 
I, then my, then my answer is, I don't know. I think that might be a good spot for me. And that's also a fair thing to say. I don't know because there, there might be a hole there. So I'm going to put an X. Uh, what about, have you, I know most of your sales are made through relationships, but through content, like Instagram, newsletter, YouTube, Pinterest, flyers, anything that's like written and mass distributed or video and mass distributed, anything like that. Have you made sales in the past through your content? Um, newsletter, social media, not so much anymore. I was pretty good, but that's, I mean, I was, I was much more active on social media with like, mm-hmm. you know, like a mother's day sale, for example, or a father's day sale or whatever you, whatever it is. Um, I, I, from a, my, a, like events that I do, um, like in-person events, like a broker open where my art is hosted. Um, and then I'm just going to tell you all the ways and you can yeah. tell me. And then let, you know, last summer was, was successful for art festivals. Mm-hmm. So love is you're doing this the way that I sort content and relationships is, am I talking to people or am I like sitting on top of a mountain and throwing things down to people like that's that's my content I'm I am a brand and I'm going to like share all my things about whatever or like we're talking so broker open she's talking to people art festival she's talking to people newsletter she's quote unquote talking to people but it's through a mass distributed something does that make sense so, as far as nurturing relationships, what I know is of you is those one-on-one conversations when you are at, when they have your art in front of you. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. And then really the cool thing about these is they fit all three categories. The broker opens and the art festivals. They're going to help more people find you. They're going to give you this opportunity to have your one-on-one conversations. And they're also offering things for sales. They, any of those purposes are served by those. Yeah, I would, um, just to follow up to what Mm -hmm. Love was saying, what she wanted was the beginning, I think collaborations to build her audience that that is something that I, I need to work on. I've always needed to work on and I, and I don't do it. So that content piece, like, you know, when, you know, Jessica, when I had that VA for a little bit, she was like, I just, she's like, it kind of kills me because your newsletters are so great, but they're not going to enough people. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So that's my, and I, yeah, how you, how I make myself more visible to a larger audience. Um, 
I'm not good. I, uh, but I also know that I would, I would rather focus more on like the people, the things that I know, like the relationship marketing than the content marketing. So I really don't do any content marketing, honestly. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do after we finish this is we're going to look at what's worked. We're going to pick more things from what's worked and we're going to pick one or two that I want to try. Okay. So we're not trying to do so much new. And we're also going to make sure that we've got all three pieces. We've got visibility happening. We've got nurture happening. We've got sales happening. And also, we've got at least one content. And like my my ideal is one content in relationships. But it doesn't have to look that way. But we've got to mix. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So then, is there anything down... Like, don't even look at my chart. Is there anything that you want to try besides collaboration? We don't have to say, I'm definitely going to put this in my plan, but like, what's happening in Sarah's head? World? Well, so the, the whole collaboration I did that didn't work so well, my, my original concept was not to work with, well, I had an idea of doing a journal. Mm -hmm. um, which would have my art in it and then saying sprinkled through um, or quotes, you know, that you can use because whatever, you know, that whole, um, what's the, the rule around like, you, you know, they have to be dead a certain amount of time, whatever, like you have to get permission to use a quote. Um, mm -hmm. Just because I had had, I had used a journal in my yoga teacher training and I really loved it. And it, um, uh, so th that's one thing. Yeah. And then I also have an idea, um, and it's pretty grandiose, um, to do, and I, I might need to pick a different poet, but I absolutely love Mary Oliver's poetry. Mm -hmm. Um, because I know another artist, she's on the podcast art juice. I don't know if you know her, um, Louise Fletcher, She's British. She's English. Why do I know her? I, I do. Know. I know that name. Anyway. Yeah. So she did a book. I got the idea from her. Um, and she, she, I think she published it like a year ago or a year and a half ago. And she created a book of paintings that matched a poet that was from where she's from. Um, and her work is abstract, but it was based on a lot of kind of the landscape of that area. Um, there's, I forget the name of it. It's, it's, it's not coming to me, but it's a, it's a pretty well-known place, you know, that you would go to visit or that's just really mm -hmm. beautiful and kind of moody and, um, along the sea and along the ocean. And so, um, that I haven't done anything with it other than fantasize about it. Uh, side note, what's coming to mind is you need to do something around Boulder. Yeah, we've, I don't know how much we've talked about that. I've, I've chatted with artists. So I, you know, I have the Boulder Creative Collective. So I have my work in Max, right? Mm -hmm. And then in Wonder. No, 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 no. I mean, around the planner or the journal. Like you were talking about where somebody else is living in there. Oh, you mean art to pick, like, pick somebody yeah, like, that's local. Find somebody oh, yeah, yeah. with things or quotes or poems or something. Oh yeah, that's such a that would be cool. Well, that, yeah, like talk about collaboration in terms of, 
Yeah, I love Multiple that. connection points. Yeah. I don't know how you find that person, but they're there. My therapist might know. She's, yeah, I've not, I hadn't, well, like there's the yoga piece. There's the sobriety. I mean, it's right. Anyway, you got to be careful with that. Um, no, you know, lots of people want to be sober. It's a strong knit group. That's a major connection. Well, they're definitely journaling a lot, right? Like you, I want to think about people that are journaling a lot or want to journal. And, and it could even be something that it's like a, you know, a really beautiful, it's not, because what I've started to look into it from the printing perspective is that it's, it's like very few exist. I think you have to have like money, a lot of money up front to be able to go through, um, I forget the company, but uh, Chronicle. But maybe maybe it's just a really beautiful. My artwork is on the cover of journals, but that that are made locally, and the paper is recycled. You know, all the all that all yeah, that yeah. that would work. In all the things work. that I want. Yeah. Okay. I like where this is going, but I don't want to get distracted. Yeah. Uh, so collaborations to get seen by more people, and also that's more of a sales collaboration something that you are creating with someone else to offer for sale. Yeah. So I wrote it separately. Anything else that you're like, man, I want to try that or I want to do more of that or um, this would be a good opportunity. I, I, yeah, I go back and forth it, and I and I just think that with my personality and how I work, it wouldn't, but I, I do, I'm, I'm wanting to um either do it online or that that's what feels really to do some sort of um, teaching around kids or even the sober community, like women who are like trauma type, like mm-hmm. then that's, you know, cause that's a newer thing, but really like kind of art therapy um, mm-hmm. workshops um, and keep it really like a really, you know, like a really short, um, or I should say like a very small materials list, like oil pastel. Is this something you would charge for or would it be like- Yeah, oh no, 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 for sure charge. Um, But I have also thought about doing it from like, I just, I'm gonna collaborate with Grief Network, Grief Network Alliance or something like that. A friend of mine reached out, she said, would you be willing to donate? We're doing Art for Hope for the grief support network and they're in Denver, but the head of it lives in Boulder. And so like on Monday, I'm going to, yeah. So I'm going to do that. And that feels good, but that's, I'm not making, you know, the sales piece of that, that's, that's relationship, right. That's getting my mm-hmm. art up. And then that feels good. Cause I'm giving back, I'm giving back, but I think if I, if I wanted to make it, so it's just where I get stuck is I'm I feel like an imposter most of the time doing most of what I'm doing. And so like, who would, who would want to take a class for me? And like, nobody wants me to teach them anything, even though I've had many people say that like, oh my God, I would love to just learn color from you or even how you think about color or just like some basic stuff. Um, I, I would want to do it in the capacity where there's, there's like, this is not about like you becoming an artist 
right? This is not about no. learning like a technical skill, such as a like, you know, working with watercolor or, you know, figure drawing. This is, this is connecting to your creative expression and like opening you up to maybe something that you is even bigger. Art therapy. Art therapy, right. I didn't hear anything on the content side and that's okay. Because we've got I mean, our, we've got our thing. I'm welcome. I'm welcome to any ideas. I've just, as you know, I'm okay, not. So the, the rules were that we need to pick a couple of things from okay. what worked in the past. And we need to pick maybe one, maybe two things about what I want to try. Okay. So when I'm looking at this list, the only thing I see on content on either spectrum is newsletter. You like writing them as far as I can tell. I'm picking that for you because there isn't anything else. So we've got a content and we've got a, it, it could fit in a nurture or tail. Um, so then what else do we want to pick? Is there, of the what do I want to try? Is there one that's like, that's the one I want to do next? We've got collaborations, we've got art therapy workshops, and we've got that journal collaboration. None of them are really calling me the most. I, it just feels really uncomfortable to me. Um, the art therapy? No, it just, it's just it's like putting yourself out there in another way where you might just, everyone would be like, you know, it just dies flat. Like I just, I just, I can't even. Um, Is this not the time to do something new? Maybe not. <laughs> I'm not saying that it is. I, I, I don't, you. that's, that's a really, that's a really good question, but I am, you know, pretty much most of the day, pretty dysregulated. And so on, on one hand, it might be really neat to mm -hmm. sink my, you know, sink my teeth into something um, that is different than like preparing artwork for the art festivals, you know? Yeah. Okay, let's, let's back up for a second. Okay. When's your, when are your art festivals on this? June, July, August, and September. I have uh, one mid-June and one end of August. And then I um, will have open studios in uh, the first week of October. But so that's that's in five months, okay. So we've got two invitations lined up. Those are kind of our big things. Like those take time and effort and energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. A so lot. we're we're highlighting art festivals. Yep. So we've got two things from what's worked in the past. If we want to add something, we can, but. You know, there's different seasons in your business where sometimes you need to just 
like how can I get the most done with the least amount of effort and coast? And there's other times in your business where you're like, I need to grow now. And that doesn't necessarily mean that means I need to hustle really hard and work a lot harder. It just yeah. means I need to choose I, different things. Knowing knowing my tendency to start things and not finish thing, not to start and then not finish. And knowing that I have these festivals, I think it's best for me to focus on like really putting, making sure I'm preparing myself to do the best that I can in those. Mm -hmm. Um, meaning like have way more art than I could sell. Right. Like, um, is there a focus on what kind of art you are creating? Like you did the, it's more like healing right now, right? It's what? More like your I'm healing art and seeing where it goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little anxious about that. Like trying to figure out, do I want to have, um, I mean, I, I definitely am looking at, you know, the 12 by 12s and then the mid and then the larger, right. Just cause that's right. smart, but, um, I, I, I have some work that I, that I haven't sold. So, yeah. I'm, so what if that's our new thing? Our new thing is I'm trying a new kind of artwork, but I'm going to buffer that with, I've got unsold artwork from what I know people like. And then I'm going to try this kind of artwork and see what happens and what the reaction is. Yeah. And okay. that's as much newness as maybe you need at the moment. Yeah. So I'm just going to call it healing art. Okay. Are we continuing that for four months? Sure. You can change later, but we're just getting it down on paper. Okay. Um, so our content focus becomes ding, 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 ding. Uh, I like for myself, I like to have two Mm, vehicles for my content so like mine would say newsletter and podcast or podcasting okay. instagram or whatever but i'm just gonna write newsletter on here and then i, I can, i mean i can i could do instagram it would make sense well, for me. we've had a lot of conversations about i know do i want to do instagram do i not want to do instagram so i'm not going to write it on here because i feel like it's going to taint it Okay. And then Instagram is your, it's weird to put something on Instagram, so I'm going to do it. Okay. Um, so for, do we have any desire to do things like sales related to certain days of the year? You said earlier. Um, Mother's Day, Father's Day. I can maybe see doing Mother's Day. I feel like I'm I'm behind. You know, I would have need to have known what that is. Although it could be something that I'm just doing on Instagram, like twenty three percent off my site on I don't know for Mother's. You know what I mean? There, there's nothing really tied there. Um, it's it's a it's a loaded holiday for me this year. Um, mm, let's get Mother's Day. Yeah, I I had planned and then I just so 
Father's Day maybe, but again, father, it's, they're both so freaking loaded. So I think I should pass on those. Um, yeah. So is it okay that I'm doing this? I'm doing visibility is June, nurture is July, August is failed. Perfect. Okay. kind of plugged in what we already have and now we can look at how does this fit into that so as far as june visibility our invitation we've already got one it's the art festival we're focusing on making more healing art our relationship focus is one-on-one -on -one conversations at the art festival mm -hmm. and following up with people from the art festival mm -hmm. um, our content focus is our newsletter that all fits into a nice neat little package it all works together love it love it too. uh the cool thing about things like art festivals and river workshops and those kinds of things is they can serve like i said earlier as a visibility as a nurture as a sales they serve mm -hmm. all the purposes so they fit anywhere same with august our uh invitations to the art festival our focus is sales that works too doesn't doesn't matter um i don't really like to have an invitation on wrap up month july is nurture so healing art and newsletter we don't have an invitation maybe we need them maybe we don't a relationship focus so what is something What is the way that you would like Ooh, hold on. We had talked about on our last call you having come over and paint with me time. Mm hmm Well, more more like a a studio visit. Kind of, but I think we changed it even from the word studio visit to more like hang out with me in my studio. Oh, hang out with me in my studio. Yeah. When you said come paint, I thought you said come paint with me. I was like, I'm going to lose everyone when I do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm plugging that in. That's a great nurture. So our invitation is not a group invitation. It's one-on-one. -on -one, yeah. Uh, studio time yeah um i'm not adding any projects in here because i don't see that we need any i feel like less is more for you right now mm -hmm. so july nurture looks like one-on-one -on -one studio time invitation um continuing to make our healing art hanging out with people in your studio and writing newsletters. Also fits into a nice neat package, all kind of works together. You can get stuff for your newsletter from people hanging out with your studio, your invitations and your relationship go together and your and that all actually goes with your artwork as well. Doing it all in one. Mm -hmm. August is our sales month. We've got the art festival is your invitation, still healing art. 
uh, our relationship focus is one-on-one -on -one conversations at that art festival and following up and our content is our newsletter same kind of thing as june So wrap up, rest, reflect month. It's a lighter version. Maybe our project is just that reflection is the project. What works? What do what do I want to try next? What do I try next? What do I want to take out? relationship focus. Can we go back? Can we just do the even though I said no invitation? Can we do the hang out with me in my studio time again? Yeah, that's July. It's July now, but I want to add it to September. Oh, okay. So the difference is maybe in this one we're just inviting whoever we really want to hang out with. And then September wrap up, we're inviting people who were kind of like on the fence about buying. Okay. And that's distinction makes sense. So it might even be more like studio visit, but it's up to you how you want to execute that. So with this plan. plan. It's very minimal. It all works together. It's not going to take over your life. You're going to make sure I'm still filling all the things that I need to be doing in order yeah. to put my work out there to grow as an artist to continue to make income. All the things. Feels good? Yeah, feels really good. Thank you. Love, do you have any questions about how to do that for yourself? Not yet. Not yet. Until I probably try doing it. But I can kind of start seeing like, oh yeah, that will be good kind of thing. Because I do have art fairs too and it helps. <laughs> yeah. So I did one or two earlier with uh, Jess and with Emily and used this worksheet. And I asked Julie when that recording is ready to go ahead and take those and put them in where you can watch them with a couple of resources for you. So when those are ready, I will let you know. Um, and I think that just having different examples of what it looks like can be helpful to see how could this work for me. Mm. Yeah, I think that helps because I remember kind of being confused when we were, you know, cause that's not, like you say, it's not new, the relationship and content, like, I remember being confused. So what's the difference if they kind of look the same? And But now it makes more sense. I think it's just the way, I mean, I have to see it more and in a different way or talk about differently. Yeah. Well, if you have questions, ask me. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Technically, we've got like 10 more minutes. I feel like we're kind of at a stopping point. If anyone has anything else, I'm happy to stay. If you don't, I'll go pick up my kiddo. I'm good. 
I am also good. Thank you. All right. Well, Teddy's going to be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! Nice. All right. Well, cool. Thank you, Liz. Okay. I know what I even know what to write. I don't even have to ask you what to call this. Nice. All right. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye.